0: This is sit and friends in the morning. Friends, how many of us friends. 77 WABC. Stephen A. Smith, ESPN star on Fox News, right now saying, "I'd vote for Chris Christie." over Joe Biden, and he's ripping into Democrats who are backing Joe Biden, and of course he's a Democrat himself, Stephen A., who happens to like a lot. He's a very entertaining guy. There's a reason why he makes upwards of 8 ten million $9, $10 million a year, I believe is the highest paid talent at ESPN, and he deserves it. He's great. He's great. But he does do some stuff every now and then that borders <laughs> on racist, to be completely honest. Borders on racist. I'll tell you something, though, Brian Kilney. Yeah. i tell you. Yeah. He got bad hombres out there. I've said this so many times. I get tired of saying it. We actually had him doing a dialogue a couple of days ago on a very important subject, which had nothing to do with sports, and I wanted to play it, and I forgot. Now I even forgot what the hell the topic was. But he um, he's out there yelling and screaming, I'll vote for Christie over Biden because I still, Biden's you said, no good. Roosevelt, I still like you. Bro. Yeah. I still like you. You can forget it. No, we could. We could. We good. We good. Yeah. Because I'll say it again because I've said it before. Yeah. And I said, we need somebody yeah. to defeat Joe Biden. Oh, Joe Biden. He is. Yeah. He's fallen. He fall into line. I don't even. I wouldn't even put him on my team in the starting twenty-five. He's so terrible. He's so terrible. He doesn't even know what, what hemisphere we are in. I said that before. too. I think we just missed Nicole. She was calling in. This is. I'll get it. Nicole Maliotakis. We've already had uh, Curtis Slewa on. He was. He's amazing every morning at seven o five. He's on all five days a week now because he's great. Peter King was terrific. We're going to do some nuggets with Nome coming up at eight twenty-five. Gordon Chang. The Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken, that pussy, he's on his way to China this morning. God, I can't stand him. So we'll talk to Gordon Shank coming up at 840. Z100 morning show host, legitimate superstar Elvis Duran, my buddy Elvis. He's going to join me at 9.05. And then Samantha Zerka running for city council, upper Manhattan and in the Bronx, District 13, She'll be in with Stefania coming up at 925. But uh, here it is, Nicole Maliotakis, who sent me this yesterday, an article in the New York Daily News, which reads, New York City Council off to D.C. to talk migrant crisis amid fraying relations between Adams and Biden. And you know that both Nicole and me are on a mission to make sure that Justin Braddon, who I've known for 23 years, 23 years ago, my first radio job ever in New York, morning show host, alongside guys like Scott Kaplan and Craig Corton, 102.7, FM. I was doing mornings, and Justin was an intern slash producer for Opiate Anthony in the afternoons. And we got along great. Little did I know he was a Democrat psycho, and I brought him on here. You remember, Lewis, about three weeks ago. And he was very nice. Very complimentary, but he lied for about thirteen minutes. Here's my friend. She is not a liar, the great congresswoman, Nicole Malio Good morning, Nicole.
1: Hey, Sid, great to be with you.
0: Great to have you. Do you know the history there of me and Brandon goes back 23 years?
1: Actually, I didn't know that. That's interesting. Yeah,
0: and he was uh Opie and Anthony with the biggest stars in New York, bigger than Howard. He was doing their thing. I was doing the morning thing, and I was shocked because he was kind of heavy and tattoos. And I was shocked when I heard he was a uh, a politician, not just a politician, but according to you, Nicole, and many, many others, a very dangerous politician.
1: That's right. I mean, look, if you look at the wave that you're seeing in southern Brooklyn, right? Remember a couple of years ago, I was the only Republican elected in southern Brooklyn, and now we are six of us. And uh, I think the next seat that we can get um, for Republicans would be Justin Brannon's city council seat, Bay Ridge, uh, Bath Beach, Bensonhurst, and guess what happened? You know these Democrats are funny because with, they use the redistricting process to protect themselves, right? Uh, here, you remember me? I wanted to keep my district. I love. My original district of Staten Island, and Southern Brooklyn, I didn't want any changes because, you know, I beat a Democrat in that seat, right? It was a pretty, pretty, you know, swing seat. Uh, but I felt that I served my constituents well, wanted to keep my district intact. Instead, these guys, the Democrats, what they do is they actually change their districts because they know they've pissed off so much of their constituency. So they got to alter their districts to keep their seats. And as you know, Justin only won by 400 seats last year, and now we have the redistricting process. So he took out Diker Heights, Brooklyn, to protect himself because he knows he pissed that community off. Wow! And so to make it more democratic to try to keep it, they altered the district. But I believe we still have a a real opportunity to take that seat, and it would be fantastic uh, because he is right now the New York City Council Finance Chairman. So just wait until the, they announce the property tax levy and you see how much that's gone up to pay for all these ridiculous things that the city's doing. You mentioned a couple of them today, housing migrants in people's personal homes is the next plan, putting up vending machines. When I was a kid, you know, it was like soda and candy. Right. Now it's drug paraphernalia, uh, $11,000 a pop. That is one Staten Islander's uh, property taxes for the year. Uh, so wait till you see what they have in store for you. And Justin was here in, Washington yesterday advocating for more federal dollars to be able to turn more uh, hotels or schools or whatever into shelters for those who crossed over our border last week. Uh, And they want to continue this uh, housing migrants, just absolutely outrageous. While New Yorkers struggle to pay their rent, to pay their mortgages, to pay their property taxes, this is their priority.
0: So, last, come up here, by the
1: way, to tell yeah, us to secure the border, which right. we've been, you know the House did a bill, right? When we we're not, not to come up here to tell Schumer to do his job and secure hmm. the border, pass the bill, pass the House's bill or pass your own bill, but do something. Uh, no, they wanted more money. That's their solution, as you know, to everything. Right,
0: more money, which is not the solution. Lee Zeldin did a great job of explaining that a couple of weeks ago on this program too. It's not just the money, so. Last week, uh, my beautiful wife, Danielle, you know her well, we made our first trip to Gracie Mansion. Never been there before. It was uh, pretty cool. And the mayor was there, and it was the end of Jewish Heritage Month. So there were a bunch, Nicole, of uh, very powerful Jewish speakers on stage that night, along with the mayor. And the very first guy that took the stage is a guy that you're endorsing. He's a guy that Curtis Slewa is endorsing. And I told him that night, and he was really happy to hear it, I'll be endorsing him as well, and his name is Ari Kagan. He was a Democrat. He's now a Republican, and he's our hope, it looks like, in defeating Justin Brannon coming up uh, next month. So I told Ari, we have all got his back, and he seemed ready to fight. That is your guy, yes?
1: Yeah, look, I'm endorsing Ari. Uh, and you know what? He's uh, been a good member of Councilman Joe Borelli's Republican conference now. As you know, he switched over because he's sick and tired of the antics of the Democrats. And this is a guy who, uh, you know, his family fled communism. He's very familiar. Uh, he knows uh, what's going on here in New York and in America. And he's taken strong stands. right? When the council and Justin Brown and the council voted to allow uh, more criminals to be released, recently I came on last time to talk about that. Uh, Ari voted against it when uh, you know they they are all looking for more money to house uh, more migrants, further encouraging illegal immigration, incentivizing it to New York City. Um, Ari took a bold stand and said this is wrong. We need to stop it. He actually led the fight to um, stop or end, rather because they did do it. The city for a little while did put these individuals. In a Coney Island school, in the gymnasium, right? Could you imagine? These kids are in the classrooms learning, and they have people where they don't know where they're from, or or who they are, why they're here, or anything. No criminal history, nothing, and they're putting them in the gym to live while the kids are being taught in the school. Uh, Ari Kagan led that fight to get them out, um, and that was a, you know totally, totally inappropriate. And Ari Kagan was the one that stood up to the mayor and said this has to stop, and it did. And Ari Kagan is supporter of the NYPD. I've been to in fact that's how I kind of got to know him. Uh, he would show up at these events supporting the NYPD, uh, which which, you know, as you know in the city council, uh supporting the NYPD is not popular, unfortunately. They you know people like Justin Brannon, actually voted to cut one billion dollars from the NYPD budget. That's one sixth of their budget. Okay, that was their intention when Bill de Blasio was there. Uh Ari Kagan did not support that. So this is, uh, I think, a very important seat, and because the district, as I told you, was redistricted to include Coney Island, which is the area that Ari currently represents, uh, and now it's Bay Ridge, uh, you know, Bensonhurst, and Bath Beach, and Coney Island area, uh, I think Ari's got a real good shot of being the person that defeats Justin in this year, and I'm all in. I'm all in, because we need to have responsible people at the city council. Uh, reasonable people, not people who vote against the NYPD, vote against the taxpayers. um, And and unfortunately, Justin Brannon has been that person who has gone against the people of southern Brooklyn.
0: You beat Max Rose now two times in a row. Handily at that, you are clearly the people's choice and certainly my choice. But I was talking to Frank Morano, the great Staten Island native, Frank Morano last week. And he says all these elections, Nicole coming up in your borough i know you're part of brooklyn too but you're staten island coming up in your borough there's no co- there's no opposition like people are running and they just win like I, I, could it really kill us to have a republican da at some point on staten island like donovan i don't think that would hurt us i think it would help us actually why is that the case why is it that all these races in staten island have somebody unopposed yeah look
1: i agree with you i mean i've always i've never had that uh, luck where i've been unopposed um, and usually I'm opposed by both sides. Right. I get the far right, right and I get and I get the far left uh, at me. Uh, but uh, look, I, I think that, you know, I don't know. People don't want to step up and run. They're discouraged. Um, you know, people are concerned whether they're really going to have the party support. These races cost a lot of money. Uh, and this year's co- kind of like a little bit of a you know, it's a weird year because you have a, because there was redistricting in the city council and they were all elected, remember, last the last year, two years ago, they have to run again uh, this year. So it's a it's an odd year. Um, and, yeah, the, everyone's, you know, the two uh, council members who are Republican and the one council member who's a Democrat as well as a DA are all running unopposed. I mean, I I do encourage competition. I think it's important for people to have choices. Um, and I will say that our, our, um, our council members, particularly Joe Borelli and uh, David Carr, have been doing a good job. Um, so I support them as well. Uh, But it it wouldn't hurt to have competition um, for for certainly the Democrats to see if we could pick up one or two seats, particularly right now, where people are very upset and frustrated with the Democratic Party uh, because of what they've done under one-party rule at the city and the state level.
0: Well, I got my friend Jennifer Harrison. Yeah, no, but I got my my friend Jennifer Harrison, who I happen to love, you know, the victim's rights out in New York, and she loves you too, and she's also attacking the GOP. She said the GOP in New York City is also completely awful, and they get no backing whatsoever. So, she seems to think it's both parties.
1: Well, look, I, I we've had problems in the past being a Republican in New York City. I, I, I always used to say, like being a Republican. Not, you know, the only thing more difficult than being a Republican in New York City is being a Mets fan. Like, I used to be thing. <laughs> which, by the way, I'm a Yankee fan, yeah, just for the yeah. record. Okay, good. Uh, but what I will say is. It's not easy, but look at what we've been able to do. We've picked up a tremendous amount of seats. We flipped the Mike Cusick seat on the West Shore that has been for decades, has been under Democrat control. We flipped that last year with Sam Pirizzolo. Uh In the Brooklyn side of my district, we were able to pick up three, three assembly seats, flipping them, kicking out people that have been there, doing the wrong thing for a long time. We picked up three of those seats. We got Ina Vernikov, right? Uh, who's, Love her, uh, more yeah. In that, in, in that Coney Island, Sheepshead Bay area, right. And I, so we are making a difference here. We need more Republicans to step up and be willing to run. It's not easy, right? You're out there, you're being attacked. You, you know, you got to raise money. You got to do. It's a lot of work. But we need people, good people, willing to take the plunge here and run for office.
0: I agree, and uh, it all starts with that one race that we started the conversation with. Ari Kagan's got to beat Justin Brandon. That's a big one, and for what it's worth, Curtis Sliwa, Sid Rosenberg, Nicole Takis, and I believe many people here in New York are on the same page. As always, great appearance, Nicole. Keep coming back. Thank God for you is all I can say. We'll talk again very soon. Thank you. Yeah,
1: don't forget Ari has that primary the last Tuesday of This month of June. So make sure you guys get out and vote if you're in Southern Brooklyn.
0: Well done. Southern Brooklyn. Go vote for Ari Kagan the last Tuesday in June, which is coming up very, very quickly. Thank you, Nicole Maliotakis. So you've got an idea for a business, the store
1: of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out, everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media